Welcome to The Rework with Allison Tyler-Jones, a podcast dedicated to inspiring portrait photographers to uniquely brand, profitably price, and confidently sell their best work. Allison has been doing just that for the last 15 years, and she's proven that it's possible to create unforgettable art and run a portrait business that supports your family and your dreams. All it takes is a little rework. Episodes will include interviews with experts from in and outside of the photo industry, mini workshops, and behind-the-scenes secrets that Allison uses in her portrait studio every single day. She will challenge your thinking and inspire your confidence to create a profitable, sustainable portrait business you love through continually refining and reworking your business. Let's do the rework. Hi, friends, and welcome back to The Rework. Today's guest is Richard Marchisoto of Sherwood Photography in Long Island, New York. And I love a New Yorker, and I think you're going to love Richard. Richard has been making huge shifts in his business the last couple of years, where he has been shifting from a volume wedding studio to a luxury portrait studio. And I know many of you who've been shooting weddings and are thinking of shifting over to portraits. And so I think his information is going to be very pertinent for you. Richard is one of our valued MindShift members. He's also a former student of the art of selling art. And he's going to share how he has applied those principles that he's learned to make this shift from employing a bunch of photographers, running around like a chicken with his head cut off, to shifting into a luxury portrait studio. Let's do it. Okay, we have an extra special guest today in the podcast studio, Mr. Richard Marchisoto, and he is from Long Island, New York. Welcome, Richard. I'm so glad to have you here today. Oh, thanks. Thanks for asking me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. So Richard, you have been one of our Art of Selling Art students, and you're also a valued member of our MindShift community. And I wanted to just have you come today and just chat about some of the concepts that we learned together and how that is you know, the changes that you're making in your business. But before we do that, why don't you tell our listeners who you are, tell about your business, where you're at, kind of all the, give us the rundown. Okay. Sure. So I, my, I'm a second generation photographer. My dad was a photographer and he started this business in 1948. So 2023 is actually our 75th anniversary. We've gone through a lot of changes in all that time, especially the past few years since COVID, which we've transitioned from a high volume wedding photography studio to uh, more of a boutique style portrait studio. And that's where mm -hmm. I've learned so much from uh, working with you, Allison, on how to price, how to present ourselves to people and how to sell, um, which is, has been very helpful. So that's really good. So our studio, we used to photograph up to 200 weddings in a year. Oh, my gosh. We used to have 11 full-time employees, which was mm -hmm. a lot. And today's uh, broadcast, we talked about having people work for you. It becomes a huge babysitting job. So we decided we moved into this new location in 2019 and mm -hmm. started rebuilding the entire studio that you see here now. And then COVID came. So everything kind of stopped. So right. then we're forced to say, you know what? Let's really look at our business and how are we going to move forward and what do we want to do? How do we want to define who we are and what we do? And that's when I decided that enough of chasing weddings, that volume, enough of having a lot of people work for us, because 
the cost, you know, your investment is so great when you do wedding, especially a uh, volume of wedding photography, that the return on your investment is really not there anymore. Um, Interesting. So we still do weddings. I still do about last year. We did about a little over 20 weddings, but we raised Just our still price. a lot. <laughs> it is, but we doubled our prices. So basically okay. we priced ourselves out of the general market. Okay. And now it's more in, the, in that, I guess, more boutique style where people who come to us are looking for really creative wedding photography. That, and that means having amazing portraits in their weddings uh, and creating beautiful books. All of our books are handmade in Italy. We, you know, everything's made at Graphic Studio. We, we offer a lot of different variations of books, which mm-hmm. is something that I was going to talk to you about, how we should narrow that down. But Graphy offers a high degree of customization on the album. So it makes everything seem more valuable. Yeah. Um, customized. Well, and your work is beautiful. I mean, the wedding work I'm looking at, our listeners can't see this, but you know, just these scenic, cinematic looking portraits, just beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. So, so now we're trying to add that into our portrait photography. So I've always done portrait photography and that's what I was trained on with my dad. So we kind of love, I love what you do. And that's kind of what we felt Love the energy in your photographs and your portrait photography. That's kind of where we're going more studio portrait photography, mm-hmm. high energy with certain younger families or studies in black and white. We kind of do the whole thing. So we're just really now getting our feet wet of how to finally define that. Through we're doing new wall decor in the studio and we're doing a new website. Hopefully by April, we'll have that done, which will show our products. Right now, our website is lacking in showing products. So one of the things we learned from you is like how the website really should be a reflection of who we are. Mm-hmm. And that includes showing the products, which we don't do right now. And that's kind of our big focus for this year. We don't show wall art on displays. And last year, we did a lot of wall art. We did a lot of wall collections. Good. Um, yeah. Well, I th- I can tell why because I'm looking at your walls and you've got that large scale art on hanging on the walls. So even if you, I mean, yeah, get it on your website, of course. But when your clients are coming into that space, mm-hmm. it's very obvious to me that you have really good taste because your studio is very tastefully appointed. It's very curated. You don't have a lot of junk out there. It's like it looks like an art gallery. It's really beautiful. Well, yeah. very well done. Thank you. That was that, that was our intention. The studio we had before this was in a shopping center. We're mm-hmm. in a little village called Huntington, Long Island, which is very, it's a very progressive kind of a village where it goes to art. There's a lot of art galleries. Nice. There's about 40, over 40 restaurants in town. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason we wanted to come here. I, I live close by here. So we decided to pick the studio that has, um, we have like a little over 5,000 square feet here, wow. um, which is a lot. So we do over production here. Any large scale wall art that you see behind me now, you know, we print them here in the studio. Nice. And then we, again, we use about, I'd say almost a third or more of our wall art is made by Graphy Studio. We mm-hmm. do a lot of collections with them. That's kind of, that's who we deal with a lot. They do our albums. So that's, yeah. So what we're showing here now is we're actually creating uh, new designs for our walls. We have a screening room that's behind me mm-hmm. where we have a, a screen and a projector comes down where we do our sales. Uh, mm-hmm. So that'll be having just wall collections, either framed or floating as it be like what Graphy does is like the canvas pros or metal pros or something like that. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Well, okay. So, so you went from this high volume wedding, you had, you were still doing portraits. Were you mm-hmm. doing portraits mostly on location, mostly on studio? Like what's the split of that? It was a mixture, a lot of studio portraits, but it was nowhere near the average dollar that we're doing now. And it was nowhere near 
doing the wall collections that we're doing now. So our main focus has been in the past couple of years has been doing, you know, wall art for people's homes. And that's so what were you different. doing? What were you selling at the portrait stuff before? So before you, you know, it's like we, because our, our wedding business was so, so busy. We, you know, someone come in for a portrait session. Oh, you want an eight by 10? That's fine. Oh, you want a, a 16 yeah. by 20 family portrait? That's like most photographers do. So, and then, you know, once you start realizing we're taking a lot of the money out from the wedding stuff, we start cutting that down. You got to start creating revenue. But yeah. since we moved here and show people this wall art, I mean, people just really love putting collections on their wall. So we do a lot of, you know, younger families yeah. um, with one, two, three or four children. And then we do a collection. So our typical wall collection, whether it's framed or floating, would be a family portrait and each of the children separately gathered mm-hmm. around it, either symmetrically designed or asymmetrically designed according to the client's sure. you know, taste. And we design all that in Fundy. So so we design our wall collections like the Canvas Pros in Fundy because there's no framing or anything. Or we use Pro Select to show framed uh, pieces. Got it. Yeah. yeah. I love to see evolution. I love change personally, even though it's usually painful. And I love our listeners to hear that like, it doesn't have to be, you know, maybe somebody's listened to this. It's that's a second generation has been in business for 40 years. And it's just like, I'm on my way out. I don't even know if I'm relevant anymore. You can mm-hmm. always change. You can always adapt. You can always do new mm-hmm. things, you know, and it gives, especially as creatives, like you kind of have to, because we need that charge of new ideas and new energy. Do you feel like that you've been given that? Like you can, this has kind of given you new energy? Yeah, it has. It's like the first revolution was when we went from film to digital. That was like, we jumped right on board with that. And I started learning digitally. We're early adapters of of digital photography. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, the first wedding I photographed of digitally was Kevin, who's now my partner, like 20 some odd years ago, 21 years ago. And Apple computer followed us around to show how we photograph a wedding digitally, how we download, how we organize it and show clients. So we did, but that was an exciting thing for us to get involved with. That's awesome. Um, And then because we've always done all of our own printing and finishing in our studio, we added a full digital lab and, you know, it was, that's why then it started getting more and more people having to hire to keep the files going, to keep the archiving going, to keep the retouching going and to keep the machine working. So So now this new, this, the new place we're at is like, well, we cut our employees down, outsourcing some retouching. We have a full-time graphic designer who also does retouching and lays out our books for us and very good at doing promotional things and that sort of thing. My partner, Kevin, does a lot of the sales and follows up on clients. And I do most of the photography uh, in the studio. And the weddings we're doing now because of the high dollar volume, I go on every single wedding with another photographer and two other assistants. So that's okay. kind of how, so it's exciting. And some clients are asking us to bring film back now. So it's, yeah. it's like, but unpack my house. You're like, oh, wait, I know how to do that. Yeah, yeah. I have yeah. This. And so one of the things we, we sell our clients on is that we want our photographs to look more film-like because we said we are, our DNA is film. And I've always photographed using sure. film. So even when we process our photographs, we want them to look like film. And our black and whites look more like film, not this desaturated color. And sure. you know, we go over all this with our clients and educate them entirely on it. One of the big things we we did that I learned from you is creating a price. When someone calls us now, we started doing this a, maybe within the past eight months, where someone mm-hmm. can, comes in, we say our sitting fee is $1,200 and they mm-hmm. have a print credit. And that is 
taken a lot of the uh, stragglers out of the out of the loop, really. People yeah. who just don't get what we do. It's like a good and qualifier. So, yeah, so it qualifies our clients a lot better. So that was like one of the biggest things we learned to do. Like, wow, why didn't we ever think of that before? Because yeah. we want to have at least a $2,500 order. When someone comes in, they're paying a $500 session fee. And there used to be, come in for your sessions, $500. And then we'll, well, this is this much, this is that much. Now we kind of sit with the clients and in our consultation, we'll say it's a, our session fee is $1,200 based on the type of session you have, you have a print uh, credit, but our average client spends X amount and yeah. based on what they are. And that really has worked a lot for us to let people know when they sit down with us that they're going to probably send at least $3,000 to $4,000. Sure. But we, but because I knew I was going to be meeting with you, we did some calculations. And I love average, it. Our average sale last year, portrait sale, which would mean wall collections that are floating from the, say, from graphy mm-hmm. and wall collections that we do where it's framed art, where we do the custom framing on it. And then some people get booked. So the average altogether was about a $6,600 average, which was great for us. because Awesome. Yeah. Um, what was that before? Well, I mean, did that um, change? Well, the thing that changed is that we push a lot the wall that now. So, so it's going back to COVID year, there's like nothing really. 2021, we started doing this. And I think the average has gone up. It probably went up 30% from the awesome. year before. So we love selling the wall art that we don't have to frame. You know, like the yeah. canvas. Because sure. it's just, I send it to Graphy, it comes back and we go. Well, and it's, they do such a beautiful job too, really. The, yeah, the stuff is amazing. It yeah. really is. I've been dealing with them since 2019 and I've never really had one thing have to go back for anything. So it's, it's good. But the wall collections, it's a, you know, we design it in Fundy. Our process is we, once the session is done and they come to do the sale, we have them come back to approve a proof. So I print out in the studio a proof of what the wall collection will look like. Okay. So they approve, I don't know if this, they approve the retouching and the finished way it looks. Yeah. And then- we order from Graphy, comes in, and we we then install it for them. So we do the full service. We install everything we we mm-hmm. made, by the way, all the frames and so on. Yeah. But uh, you know, the framed collections are about thirty to forty percent higher in average than the non-frame because we do matting and framing and yeah. glass. And all that becomes very expensive. You yeah, know? it's and no we joke. Only, we use the AR glass only in archival yeah. matting. Yeah. If you're a portrait photographer, you know the next few months are going to be crazy. This is our busy season. And how to make the most of that busy season is to make sure that our client communication is in order, that we are not having clients showing up with the wrong clothing, that we are not having clients shocked in our sales appointments by our pricing and needing to go home and measure or going home and asking their husband and then sales burning down and our clients not getting what they need and we not being able to build a sustainable business. So how are we going to make sure that this season is the most successful that it possibly can be? Well, it starts by getting on the same page with your clients so that nothing is left to chance. And how I've done this is that I've spent the last 13 years revising my own internal consultation form, which by the way, you can download the consultation form that I use in my business absolutely free. But I realized after tweaking that form for about 13 years, 
that I needed something more. And it wasn't just a pretty brochure and it wasn't a price list with no context because we all know you can send a price list to somebody and they're still shocked by the price because they never looked at it or they have no idea what those prices even mean. It's happened to all of us. What I realized is I needed a single printed piece for my client to take away with them that would leave nothing to chance and that it would allow me to educate my clients about the price range of my products. It would help them to understand what we would and wouldn't be shooting for during their portrait session, like actually creating a game plan for what is it that we're actually going to be shooting for and let's prioritize that. And then also something that would allow the clients to feel confident about selecting the clothing for their session and a printed piece that would allow them to share with their spouse and be able to put together the game plan for their session. So I needed it to be part brochure, part getting ready guide, part last minute checklist, and part consultation form because my consultation form was internal. I was keeping that form, but I wanted this printed piece to go with my clients and I wanted it to be sexy and good looking and that they felt completely and totally cared for. So I wanted all of this in a single booklet that the client would take with them at the end of their consultation. Now I've been using this, I created it about five years ago. It's called the ATJ Game Plan Booklet. And I started off by using it in my studio and I've been revising it for the last five years. And now for the first time ever, I'm offering it to the Rework community to use in your portrait studio. So what's included in that? In this course, it's a little mini course, not a big long course. There's a video lesson with me on how to use the game plan booklet in your consultation. You will also have a video recording of an actual client consultation with me and a, and a client using the booklet in real time. And then you will have layered PSD files of the game plan booklet that we use in our studio every day, as well as a PDF version of the latest and greatest ATJ consultation form. So all of that is included for just a one-time payment of $2.95. Just $2.95 to completely change the way that you interact with your clients, the information that they have, how taken care of they feel by making things transparent to them, putting together the game plan for the session so that everybody's on the same page. We all know what we're shooting for. We know how much it's going to cost. They know what to wear. Everybody's on the same page. This is the document. This is the booklet that has changed my business. And I want you to have it too, if it works for you. So go to do the rework.com forward slash game plan. That's do the rework.com forward slash game plan and download that booklet and start using it in your business this busy season. I know that the game plan booklet will be a game changer for your business. I have a quick question. Can I take you back a couple of sentences on that proofing? So, so I'm come in and I've ordered a, a wall collection. So you're, what you're saying is that you're printing out a proof of that. And then I come back into the studio to approve the retouching on that and sign off on that. Yeah. I have them sign off on it. And I do it for two reasons because mm -hmm. um, I want them to prove the tonality of it. We don't really say retouching, but the editing, I want them to prove the way it's going to look. And then we get final payment at that point. That's when we okay. get, so we get a final payment that pays for the whole job. And then about three weeks later, it comes in from Graphy and it's, it gets hung. 
what size are you printing that proof at? So I do it to scale. So let's just say if they did a collection where there's a 24 by 36 and a bunch of 12 by 18s, I lay it out. I use a, I use a, so, a rip software and mm-hmm. I just lay all the sizes out to scale. Yeah. So and so it looks like I can show you what it looks like if you want to see one. Yeah, but so but I mean, is it? So, so it's a 16 by 20. Oh, it's a Finish. 16 by 20. Okay, that's that's 20, what I was thinking. Yeah. On a 16 by 20. With, with, in relation by, to in scale to each other. Got it. Right. It's, right. So I do a 20, I use 24 inch paper. So I print on a 24 inch. Got it. It's typically 16 by 24. And then are you, this is just me being selfish because I want to know, are, what are you printing as far as like your printers? Are you Epson or are you Canon? I'm Epson. Okay. Interesting. Okay. And awesome. Hot press. Hot press. Um, bright. Bright. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. For most of the print, all the stuff behind me is high press bright and it looks yeah. you know, amazing. It's so beautiful. Yeah. It looks so good, Richard. I love it. I'm, I love it. So, okay. So you've made a lot of, ch- you guys have made a ton of changes and, and actually a very short period of time. Three, well, two and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. That's short. I mean, yeah. for the kind of changes that you guys have made, like you're not letting any grass grow under your feet. You're also not 20. Like you're not, you know what not. I mean? Like, right. And neither as neither am I. So I love that. I love that you're not just resting on your laurels. Like, you know, I want to print competition back in the eighties and I'm still doing the mm-hmm. same thing I've always done, you know, right, like right. you are moving forward, moving with the times. And so what, to what do you attribute that? Like your success in that, like you're just, well, I, I've always had this desire to learn to see. I mean, so I always feel like when, you know, I go to conferences, I go to workshops, I go to seminars and I don't ever feel that I know too much. I mean, I know how to take a photograph, obviously, you know, that's, yeah, you do. I mean, that's all these, if I, if yeah, I you take, do. If I can't take a good, a good portrait now, then I'm, I'm in trouble. But the thing that I always, my big thing now is learning that new ways of selling in business. And that's what I'm learning from you. I did go to a workshop in Italy with Graf. We had a, a seminar with Steve Saparito, a whole bunch of people we learned. I love about, Steve. You know, He's yeah, so awesome. We learned selling there. So, you know, there was, I always now I'm looking for more sales thing. I did a, a KT Mary workshops with her online, which, mm-hmm. you know, she is, she does amazing stuff, yeah. amazing marketing, but it's, you know, with, what I'm learning with you guys is really how to work in a studio, in a stu- physical studio, how to sell, how to approach people differently and how just to always be on, you know, and that's, we've always had that in our, in our DNA of the studio is that sure. we've always given so much back to the client. That's kind of always been our thing. Uh, we get totally involved with them. You know, I'm photographing, I hate to say this, but in 1976, I photographed a wedding and my father photographed their parents' wedding. I photographed her to two daughters' weddings. Now I'm photographing the children. So, uh, and I'm not that old, but I've been doing No, but you started really young. But don't you love that? Yeah, I do love don't, it. Yeah. Like, that is what I like adore about this industry and about portrait photography in particular. And what makes me insane when people are like, well, I just need to go get more new, more new, more new. Of course we need new clients, but I just love that legacy. Those people that just, once they find Richard, like in Long Island, like, why are you going to anybody else when you can walk in there and deal with you and you dealt with your dad? Like that is legacy. That is, I mean, that's, you just can't pay for that kind of marketing. It's not even purchasable right. no you know, that, I, I, that loyalty yeah, I agree with you, right? and that is the joy of it. it's like you know i mean mm-hmm. you see people i mean i love what i do still i 
I, you know, I come to work and I'm the, you know, usually the first one here and the last one gone at night. I live 15 minutes away, so I stop in on Sunday and do stuff. <laughs> but that's, and so my partner thinks I'm crazy, but you know, that's what I do. I come in here, yeah. my day off just to do a couple of things. I'll get on the computer for a little bit, but you know, it's, it's part of, you know, you're born into this industry basically. Yeah. And I have four brothers and a sister. None of them went involved and in, were involved in this business. So I just felt from the time I was like 13 years old or even younger, my dad would go for your weddings with a four by five speed graphic. I used to load his film holders. I, I love it. Photographs. And I learned how, you know, he used to mix his own chemicals. Yeah. To do black and white processing to do, I mean, special formulas to get certain tones in his photographs. Sure. So I learned all that at a young age. And so that's just kind of what we always did. And I, you know, I don't enter a lot of co- exhibitions and competitions now, but I did a lot. And I got my master's when I was 21 years old. Wow. So it was like a young age to get the master's in craftsman when I was 23. So I went through all that. And I yeah. understand the value of that and going to seminars and workshops and conferences. Um, so I think it's really important. Even though I don't enter exhibition now, I still I still watch what's going on. And, you know. Yeah. And well, you with- are. you. I think you're exhibitioning in the to, in my mind, the most important way possible. I'm looking at what's behind you. It's hanging on the in your studio. It's actual client work that's, you know, competition worthy. It's like absolutely gorgeous. Is your dad still here? No, he, no he passed away about 15 years ago. Did he? Okay. Well, mm-hmm. Richard, I can just tell you, I'm just going to give you a message from your dad that I know he would be so proud of you because- uh, what a beautiful studio, what beautiful work. And you're a joy to work with. I love having you on our community because you're just positive and you are still just got the fire and still going. And I, and that inspires me so much. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, that's what I get from you. I think you're still into what you do so much. And that's why we, you know, Kevin and I, my business partners think that, you know, the way you run your studio and the way the energy you have in your studio and the energy you have with your clients and in your work is really just kind of something we aspire to as well. You know, it's like really beautiful yeah. to look at. and the sales volume and how you work and your whole aesthetic is really kind of what we can relate to pretty much here. Yeah. You know, well, yeah. it is fun. I think when you, because not everybody, you don't vibe with everybody, right? Mm-hmm. There's your mentors and people, some people that are older than you, some people that are younger than you, you just find your people as you go along in your career. And I think that's true of like our community. And I feel like we have so many great people in our community that are committed mm-hmm. to excellence and not just excellence in the product, but also in excellence in how we treat the clients. And you are definitely like an amazing example of that. So I thank you so much for being here and sharing your journey and some of the things that you've done with us and as you've made the changes, because I think it's going to be so inspiring for so many. Is there anything else that you would like to leave our listeners with before we head off? I really think that in what we've spoken about is really being excited about what you do, genuinely excited. If you're not genuinely excited about it, and you genuinely don't really love what you're doing, you shouldn't be doing this because it takes an awful lot to get to a certain level and plateau where you're making the kind of money you should be making, but you don't make it unless you really, your heart's in it. So to me, I think your heart has okay. to be in this, in what you're doing and treating, like you, as you said, treating your clients well, and just always staying on top of learning new things. I mean, you know, I do a lot of personal landscape photography and all that. I do everything, you know, so it's oh, kind of, I'm always yeah. thinking photography. I um, can see that in your work. That makes sense that you love the landscape because you do have that cinematic quality, that wide shot kind of Francis Ford Coppola, you know, (laughs) 
Thank you. That would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that. One thing I wanted to ask you is, yeah. and in my last studio, I did have a whole gallery of fine art photography, you know, of landscapes and things. Do you think that's a good thing to have in a portrait studio? I didn't put it here. I haven't displayed anything here yet. I'm trying to decide if I should or not. Or do you well, think it confuses people? Well, it might. I think with 5,000 square feet, you've got a lot of you've got a lot of real estate. So you probably have a place, whether it's like a hallway down to a bathroom or a, you know, I wouldn't give it like prime real estate, like not in a sales room, not in a entry. But if there's a place where you could show something like that, I do think it's compelling to see an artist, like what you do on your, on your day off. You know, I think that's interesting. Like, oh, my, the guy that photographs my family the reason why my wedding, my kids' wedding pictures look in this meadow with this whole background looking so cool or this big, huge barn is because on the weekends, he's out there shooting landscapes. So I think that's an interesting, mm -hmm. it's just a layer for you. So that's I think if you've got the space to do it. Yeah. It's funny because that's what I, when I used to do my sales for weddings a lot, I used to talk about how we incorporate our landscape photography, incorporate client you into the landscape. But yeah, make use I, of that like in that picture in the mountains, you know, how yeah. they stand out. So the lighting or positioning or placement or something. So they're not like Waldo. They're not just a little tiny thing in this big epic scene. We want right. them to be right. the, we want them to be the focus. And that's kind of what we're doing all these landscape pictures, you know? Yeah. Well, and another thing, just this is just a thought, and this is just my opinion. So it doesn't I, I don't know how much weight it really carries, but I think if you put those up somewhere, I would put a price on them. And so you yeah. know, have the little plaque that says, you know, what it was printed on and that it's by Richard Marshall Soto and it's Moonrise Over Taos and it's, you know, this is $15,000. And so I think that's only going to make everything else up here great. That's, good. that's a great point. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm going to, I think I'll do that. So we're just right now, we're designing all of our walls yeah. for the, some of our new work and some of the things we've been doing, you know, and I don't know if I should be highlighting weddings so much as we have here. It's yeah. The main thing we're doing is portrait photography, but yeah. you know, I'm, it's you're, a work you're, you're in progress. You're going to immediate. Yeah. It's just like anything else. You're going to see, you'll see a situation that will, it will have an effect that you don't want it to have. And then you're going to change it. Or it'll be like, yeah. Oh, that made them want this. They wanted to do the family picture out in the mountains. And we had a great sale from that. I have no worries about you. You, you have huh. immaculate taste. You have a great eye. You're going to do fine. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate everything you guys you do for us on the mindsets. Really, it's really I think amazing stuff. So, and it's great Thank to watch you. everybody and see everyone's journey and see how I know it is, is so fun. I I love seeing. My favorite thing is seeing people realize, oh, this is valuable. You know, mm -hmm. rather going from the like, please like me, please buy something to, no, oh, this is really valuable. And so mm -hmm. I because I just love our group. And I just have so many photographer friends who I'm trying to convince stop selling digital files when you can sell wall art and really good photographers who are just working like crazy doing dozens and dozens and dozens of sessions through the holiday season and they're giving away files for almost nothing. And it's like, and I can't, you know, it's hard to convince them. It is it's really hard. It is hard. It's like, you can't see it until you can see it. And then once you, honestly, I feel like it's like once that big print comes off of a printer or you see something framed, like what you've got, like that black and white that's kind of behind the, you, your shoulder there, it, it's like, oh no, this is what I need to do.
that this is how, you know, it's the highest and best use, right? It's just the way to go. So so. thank you. I appreciate everything you do. And um, I'm looking forward to this 2024. Me too. Tell our listeners where they can find you, Richard. Sherwoodphotographers.com is okay. or, and also Sherwood Photographers on Instagram. That's where I am. And also the thing we started last year was a, a pet photography thing and a business portrait studio. So what we do there is um, it's called My Best Pal Pet Portraits by Sherwood. Best My pal. Best Pal. M-Y-B-E-S-T-P-A-L. Okay. My Best Pal. Yeah. And, Dot com. And we do a lot of these collections and like this dachshunds here. I mean, Cute. when I sold them a $4,000 collection, I said, wow, you're buying $4,000 worth of photographs of your dogs. And then we went to hang it. We did their wedding photograph years ago. Yeah. When Kevin went to go hang it and install it. They have a set of twins that were six years old that have never been photographed. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Priorities, said, people. Priorities. <laughs> I know. So we sent them a gift certificate based on that sale to have a session done. So I think they'll be coming in for that. Oh, that's such a great idea. That is crazy. But people do love their dogs. I mean, they do. do. I mean, I can't even tell you how I can't even ever have imagined that they would spend that kind of money on dog portraits. But if you get them in, they're fun to photograph. It's another revenue, you know. Yeah. 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 I love it. Well, I can hear your enthusiasm in your voice and it really is inspiring me. So thank you so much for spending the time with me today. I know you're busy. Thank you for taking the time. Thanks. Have a great day. Have a great night. You can find more great resources from Allison at do the rework.com and on Instagram at do dot the dot rework.